The Donut Bag is brought to you by Penn Highway Marketplace, the marketplace for vintage goods, quality collectibles, and handmade crafts. It's where I get all my sports memorabilia. Go to facebook.com slash penhighway. That's facebook.com slash P-E-N-N-H-W-Y. And mention I sent you. In honor of the Steelers, we're going to be terrible for the first three quarters of this episode and uh, and then be awesome for the last uh, last quarter. So um, I, have a, right. I have a phone book here. I'm just going to read from the phone book uh, for for the first uh, 45 minutes. And then um, so, yeah. So let's say, oh, stall plumbing and heating 10 percent off. OK, good. To know. <laughs> We're not going to do it. Um, what? OK, so. You know, I, what do they say? You know, one time is a coincidence, two times is something, and then, you know, three times is a trend. This is a trend. Apparently, this is how the Steelers play games now. You're terrible. You you rely on good defense, and then at the end, they flip a switch, and they're awesome for the last quarter. I guess this is how it's going to be this year. Yeah, I guess the old adage is you don't have to be perfect all the time just when we ask you to be or, you know, whatever, but uh yeah, I mean, it, anywhere, everywhere from Kenny Pickett to, uh, which it's coincidence, this all works, to the line protecting him to decent, to maybe I would actually dare, dare I say really good play calling, to uh, good running, to good pass routes. Uh, everything came together there in the last part of the third quarter and all of the fourth quarter. And, you know, you, Joe, they might just be a team that has a defense that's built – enough to keep them winning in that kind of situation you know i mean they just they just do it's a pretty good defense we haven't argued about that um you know could have been a little bit of tackling here and there from certain guys but still overall if you have a defense that's keeping you in games in the fourth quarter and your offense happens to come alive then or the third whatever it's going to be then you're you're going to be in contention for almost any game you it's, know it's interesting um I- there, um, I'm, you know, I don't know what DVOA is. I don't know. It's some defensive measure, but, but the top three teams in whatever DVOA is are the 49ers, the Browns and the Ravens, three teams that the Steelers play. They played the three, the three best defensive teams in the league and they beat two of them. You know, you know, we, we. As Steeler fans just kill and just just obsess over every little thing they do wrong, but they're four and two. That's that's impressive. You you, you gotta like it. How many people on Twitter did you see say? I mean, everybody from like I can think of in Pittsburgh media circles to national media circles say, "How the hell is this team four and two? Seriously, but they are. Um, I think largely the defense has kept them there. I mean, has the defense made some mistakes? Yeah, but. Largely, they've been keeping us in games. They, they won the Browns game. There's no denying that. They they won the Browns game. So one of those four wins goes to them directly. Um, and honestly, up until yesterday, you know, I think Kenny Pickett and his touchdown run there from the six owed, uh, you know, T.J. Watt a big thank you or maybe a, you know, good hotel breakfast on the road next time because, uh, you know, it was his interception that that set up that play for the go-ahead, for the go-ahead touchdown at that time. So, yeah, you know, um, their defense has put us in a position to win. And but what what was unlike what we've seen, I think, in a prior five games, Joe, that Steelers offense looked as good as it has all season long there in that fourth quarter. Um, and for a lot of reasons. And you know, I think you really come down to the pro Kenny Pickett, you know, con Kenny Pickett, or, or whatever side you want to say it is. 
But for all those people saying, well, the only reason Kenny has sucked is because he hasn't had this, this, and this. They looked pretty good yesterday, right? Because all of a sudden the line started blocking. Uh, the running game was good. You know, you had uh, Najee Harris had 53 yards. Jalen Warren had 32 yards. Now, now those alone aren't blowing your mind, but they both scored touchdowns. They were solid running. They took a lot of pressure off of him. So guess what? Deontay Johnson was back, a point you've been making for weeks. Deontay Johnson's back. It's not all on pickings. And all of a sudden, he's distributing the ball. They didn't even really miss Pat Fryermuth too much. Uh, and boom, I mean, the, the Rams really were a little bit stymied. They were out-schemed by Tallman and, dare I say, Matt Canada. If you go back and I watched that fourth quarter again late last night, Matt Canada made some pretty good play calls. I know Fire Canada is the, the theme of the year, and everybody's making a T-shirt about it, but not you better not do it yesterday because, you know, I think that yesterday Canada, this offense, Kenny Pickett prevailed. We've seen many quarterbacks in history that are – good in quarters one, two, and three. And then when it counted in the fourth quarter, <laughs> they're bad. So Kenny is the opposite of that. But still, I just, <laughs> like, I'm sorry. We're going to need more. And yes, I think yeah. they, they, it is slow progression. And I think that's just what we're getting. He's the, the offensive Kenny is just getting a little bit better every game, which is good. You want to trend upwards. So, okay, we get, you know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, we were getting in, in, in the Ravens game, we got a good five minutes in the, in the Rams game, we got a good 15 minutes. Maybe we can, maybe we can extend that to a good 30 minutes next time. I don't, I don't know, but, uh, what, you know, it, it, it's just, it's just amazing. And it just sounds like, you know, one explanation I've heard is, okay, they start out bad. But they learn. They learn what they're doing. It's like, okay, I see what you're doing. It's kind of like baseball when you see a pitcher, you know, for the second or third time. It's like, ah, I see what you're I see what you're giving me. Now I can adjust to it. So maybe it's that. Maybe they're just adjusting to what the defenses are doing. And by the time it's it's in the fourth quarter, it's like, okay, I've seen everything you could do. Now we're ready for it. I guess so, but I think part of it too is you just get a little bit of taste of, of what it is. You know, I mean. You look at Kenny Pickett's last nine passes. He went nine for nine for 140 yards, a touchdown. Uh, you know, I mean, in a 24 to 17 comeback. I mean, he was he couldn't have been more perfect uh, in that last half of at least the fourth quarter of the game. Uh, you know, and yeah, there were the signs of the things we've all been hoping to see or thought was there. Nice arm, good accuracy, led the receivers well. Good ball placement, didn't give jump balls, didn't overthrow, um, didn't make stupid decisions, uh, picked up the blitz, all those things. Now, like you said, the other three quarters, it was kind of touch and go. I thought in that first half, he ran into the blitz a couple times, floated the ball a few times. Uh, but then how about the white elephant in the room? That, you know, they won yesterday, okay? But my God, uh, the receivers, what, Pickin, what Pickens and – and Deontay are doing now. Deontay, I forget the guy he had the the scuffle with. They were called Akello, Akello Witherspoon, a right, former teammate, and apparently they're friends. friends. And so, so and when I he's given he, right. he, he said, "But how do I? How can I expect the ref to know that?" So he's right. So maybe he grew up, grew a little bit there, and he showed it. But I, the thing about it was, and I'm not encouraging it. I mean, he did this. Now look, we. We have posters on our walls of a certain Pittsburgh Penguin doing that. 
and we love it. And, um, you know, I see so much worse. Like, how about Najee? Uh, I forget, after one run, he just ran the guy face mask to face mask. No calls. I mean, there was other stuff I watched in various NFL games yesterday. No call. The taunting thing is such garbage. It's so open to interpretation. It's a, an objective thing. It's technically subjective in nature. So unless you, like, are standing over the guy and either flick him off or kick him while he's down or whatever, then that's taunting. But this thing where these guys are going to do that all the time. But what yeah. they got to know. I mean, that could have easily cost us that game. I, I mean, it, and I, I don't mean to single one out over the other, but but Pickinson, he's really got to get control of his emotions. He, he's starting, and people are saying another Antonio Brown. I don't know if it's that bad, but it, it's it, there's signs. We've seen it as fans. We know what it looks like, and it's looking a little like that. He, he's got to hone, hone it in. Pickens was a hothead in college and um and he's showing those signs now and they really gotta they really gotta get that under control. Um there was a huge play to Deontay Johnson, which got called back on um a a a, a what, what do they call it, a crackback block or whatever on right. Pickens. And I mean not that not that Heinz Ward is dead, but Heinz Ward would be rolling in his grave if he saw that that was called a penalty. <laughs> like, listen, that's that's just being a Steelers wide receiver. I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> um, I mean, so okay, you gotta. <laughs> and Pickens does does this thing where he. He, he 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 tries to fly in the air. He tries to do like a super fly snook a body like flying body press on people or something like that. Like right. You gotta take that move out of your repertoire, bro. But um yeah, yeah. yeah. But but no, Pickens was too hot headed. It cost him big plays. It did it did uh, yeah, it cost him big plays. Um, you know, the thing with Deontay that was just that was just I mean, I guess they expect them to be robots or something like that. I don't know. That was that was dumb, but still. That you're right. That could have cost them the game, uh, and and it's scary. And and you know we were so happy that Deontay was back, and they I think they they just eased him back or whatever. But still, we saw look, look what this offense can do when you have when <laughs> when you're not doubling Pickens all the time. It seemed like as soon as as soon as Kenny Pickett saw that Pickens was one on one, it's like okay, I'll throw to you, and that's how it should be. Yeah, that back shoulder throw was money, I, and you know I think. Last year, as is, is insane as it sounds, Kenny Pickett and Pickens had the highest QBR to wide receiver rating in, in, in the league over the last second half of last season. So, you know, it, it's there. And like you said, I think Deontay is probably one of the better route runners. Um, and I don't want to put this all on Deontay, Joe, but you almost would think Deontay being a veteran, he'd go over to the kid and say, hey, look, you know, tone it down. But then he gets flagged for, you know, <laughs> you saw Tomlin with his arms around both of them and, right, right. and talking to him. So, you know, you hope that they just live and learn from that game. Um, you know, the other thing I take away is Rams missed three kicks. Uh, kind of goes back to, you know, the, the Ravens game where all the drop passes that the Steelers get lucky yesterday. I, I don't think they're lucky. I mean, you missed three kicks. It was a bad performance by their kicker. It's not necessarily luck. It's underperforming on the Rams. And, uh, I think Steelers had a good win yesterday. It was a solid win. Pickett looked good when he had to. And um, it, there's there's a lot to build on. Uh, I, the one thing, too, is, you know, as much as I'm critical of Mike Tomlin, they got out-schemed versus the 49ers uh, in that opening game. They didn't get out-schemed yesterday. They were ready. They had a plan for Aaron Donald. Uh, they executed it pretty well. Uh, he was frustrated yesterday, and they did a good job blocking him. Um, 
Pyrus again hitting the holes. Warren hitting the holes. It was a good mix. The running game was opening up. I I really thought at one point, okay, we're going to give Najee Harris, and he's going to run us to victory. Because, uh, I mean, the stats are killing you know, five touchdowns all year, no rushing touchdowns, and boom, we have three rushing three touchdowns. Three in one game. <laughs> in one game. And you just hope that this is the catalyst for them to take that next step. Although one of their old arch enemies is staring them in the face coming up this week. We'll see. We'll get to that probably later here. But, yeah, I mean, hey, one game at a time, this game, give them credit. They're 4-2. It was a nice win. West Coast trip. Um, Tomlin has traditional stupid challenge uh, in the beginning of the game. The guy refuses to hire a replay uh, coach up there. He really shouldn't consider that. Because this was bad, but they overcame that. And hey, 24 17, four and two. That whole challenge thing, though, I think he was actually right. Like they went, like they went to know. great pains to show that, like, well, his toes down. I was like, yeah, but the rest of his foot wasn't. So I don't know. <laughs> I mean, but, but I don't know. I, I don't know. It's, it's sometimes I think Tomlin knows that he's going to fail he's good the, the challenge is going to fail he just wants to burn a long time out and just calm down the defense so. maybe that's yeah. it maybe i don't know i don't but know at the um, end of the day he got the better of sean mcveigh and uh hey uh it's a win and he's back here they're four and two and now they get ready for jacksonville and you know as well as i do there have been much better Steeler teams that we thought would cream the jacksonville jaguars and the jaguars have just broken our hearts for years and this Jaguar team is actually good, so that's that's very scary. Very Travis, scary. Travis Etienne is hot right yeah. now. He is a yeah. very good running back. Um, but I feel like the Steelers' defense is up for that challenge. It's can our offense come through? I think it's going to be a very interesting game. Yeah. Um, this Their kicker, Brett Maher, Myron, whatever his name is, he is the same dude that basically missed every single kick for the Cowboys last year. Right. And the guy still has a job. Like what 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 are we doing here? Do what, what is is it really? Are there you gotta find a kicker better than that, man? What did they did they not look at previous history or something? Like a, what what did, did Brett, Brett Marr just put on give a resume and just say, Oh yeah, I'm a kicker now. So like like you gotta check references, bro. Right. Yeah, I yeah, I, I don't get that. Meanwhile, there's Boz just doing what Boz does. Just Automatic every time. Yep. yep. Nothing dramatic about it, nothing flashy. I'm just gonna go out here and kick a field goal and go sit back down the bench and um, it's what he does. Uh, you know, and I, I gotta find a weird irony about out coaching McVeigh yesterday. Uh, I don't think Kenny got that first down. With double irony, the night before Pitt got the first down and got hosed. I think Iowa still got hosed worse than Pitt yesterday, but Irregardless, Sean McVay couldn't challenge it because he was out of timeouts, which is usually kind of more on us. Could you imagine if this if that happened to the Steelers? I would be, oh, he would go nuclear right now. They would have been a bad day. But I don't I don't blame McVay for that because he had to use all his timeouts to stop the clock because the, the, the Steelers were driving. But still, <laughs> and and it happened at like. 207 or something like that if it happened at 157 it would have been an automatic review so it's like he was 10 seconds off uh right. but yeah aaron donald is one of the greatest defensive linemen in history and not just this time but when they played it four years ago they, they've neutralized aaron donald that is extremely impressive 
Cooper Cup is one of the best wide receivers right now. And same thing. Uh, four years ago, he did nothing. This game, like two two catches on like nine targets or something yeah, like that. Puka That's Nakua extremely impressive. Yeah, yeah. Puka, no, Puka Nakua. Went wild, I don't know but... what it is. Like we always seem to, you know, even like uh, you know, yesterday, um, Miles Garrett had a great game for the Browns uh, against us. He never seems to be didn't do much. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's good. I'm giving credit where it's due, but he's just never that gigantic thing we're supposed to believe he is. Uh, he's still not better than TJ Watt, sorry. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, you're right, Joe. It's a good point. We always seem to step up against these guys that, you know, claim that they're just going to destroy us. I mean, I think if we had to play the Cowboys next week, I think we'd some find some reason to contain Mika Parson, Micah Parsons. So, yeah, um, great point. Uh, now, Puka Nakua had a pretty good game yesterday. Um, uh, what, eight catches for like 154 yards. But uh, overall, though, uh, yeah, the only other thing I noticed too is is leave Joey Porter Jr. in man. Uh, I'm not sure it's good having him in, in the other coverage and, and, and you know the tackling. Um, I, I don't know where that came from. Um, he was a pretty good tackler at Penn State. Uh, I, I think I've seen him you know get get run over once or twice, but I mean it was you know big guys he was he was given a lot of weight up to. But it'll, he needs to do better with that. I mean that was he should have stopped that guy. Got nine extra yards after they broke the tackle. He's got to learn to tackle better. And you would think being JPZ's kid, he'd be a bone crusher. That's what I'm saying. The hunt, the, the son of a linebacker should be good right. at tackling. I don't Wrapping get that. Yeah, um, but the, other than the, that, he was good. Yeah. Yeah. The nice thing is um, you can learn to tackle. You can't learn. They don't. They don't teach. Uh, they don't teach how to cover wide receivers. Uh, you know, everywhere. So, and he and when it counted, yes, Puka Nakua had a great game. But in the end, when it counted at fourth down, it was they threw to Puka, and it was Joey Porter Jr. that that was right there. I would like for his nickname to be blankets because he just blankets any wide receiver that he's covering. It's like, he's, he's, he's like white on rice on those on any wide receiver. It's like, he's, he's like Velcro or something. So um, it's, it's Pittsburgh. It's gotta be like an iron blanket or, you know, <laughs> yeah. A steel blanket or something. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. But yeah, I mean, you know, they're Owen 10 all time at the Rams. Uh, and now they, 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 they kind of came over that. So, yeah, West Coast hasn't been good to us throughout the years. It was good last night. And, uh, yeah, um, other than Nakua. Uh, but like you said, with Cooper Cup, they were, they were doubling him up a little bit. Nakua had a, had a big name. And I tell you, if we're, we're calling out who did well, uh, boy, Levi Wallace got his Ooh. ass kicked Ooh, all day yesterday. Buddy. That touchdown was – I don't know what he's doing out there. Um, didn't look good. Didn't he looked look bad a lot. Um, yeah. I don't know what happened on that on that side. Are you talking about the end of the first half? Yes. They yeah, just threw it up and 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 two two Atwell just just it looked like a Hail Mary or something like that, but nobody was paying attention. It's like, oh thanks, I'll just take this in for a touchdown. Like I don't I, I don't know if they were just so shocked that old man's Matthew Stafford scrambled out of the pocket. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what what that was. Um yeah, I, I was I, Going into the season, I had no respect for the Rams. I thought they were going to be horrible, but because basically half their team was rookies or something like that. I mean, oh yeah, they're, they're a young like, team. Yeah, young team. Um, and they're very, they're 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 pretty impressive. They're they're three and four. Um, 
yeah, yeah, Stafford. Stafford is still one of the better quarterbacks in the league, and they got Cooper Cup back. and And we saw Pukanakua. That that dude is a real deal. He's is, he is, he is a find. Um, they got they got a pretty good team there, but still. If the Steelers lost that game, and I was just you know, for, for the first three quarters, I was just so angry. Uh, I and, and at the end of the game, I, I I tweeted that uh that Godfather quote. It's like every time I'm out, they pull me back in. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. just so. And, and then and then that fourth quarter, it's like oh my goodness, they're they're awesome now. So it was just it was just such a frustrating well, game. It would be it would be nice to see just I don't know a competent offense for four quarters. That's all I ask. Yeah, every Steeler game for it seems like for the last couple of years, I'd love to just go out there and beat them thirty-five to ten. You know, um, I, but that's I think the frustration part of it, right? And like I said before, you got your your Kenny Pickett defenders, your Kenny Pickett, you know, dissenters. I mean, you saw for one quarter if Kenny Pickett could be like that for three quarters, let alone one. I mean, it'd be pretty damn good, you know. But they they, they couldn't do that, and and I think you're right. Like if they would have lost that game, boy, would today be tough. I mean, I think you'd be. The Matt Canada fire things would be worse than they were before. Uh, by the way, there's a Matt Canada fire Matt Canada chant on college game day in, in Columbus, which just with Ohio State and Penn State fans, which I thought was funny. Um, it's uh, he did show emotion yesterday when Jalen. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, then you saw. So you take Kenny Pickett's fourth quarter yesterday. If I can have that Kenny Pickett for, like I said, three quarters, that's what we want to see. You know, I mean, give us three quarters, give up four quarters, obviously. But, hey, if we can get three quarters of that, um, damn, this team might be pretty good. It's a, it's like preseason all over again, right? Preseason, you and I and, 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 and Allison and Leanne, we sat here like, oh, my God, we're, you know, they're getting it. They're coming. Super Bowl. Kenny looks good. AFC Championship, maybe, whatever. And then, oh, my God, the last couple of weeks and, and the total 180 and dissenting and fire Canada and Kenny sucks and boom. Here you have what you saw yesterday, and I think we got a glimpse of what this team could be. And that's a team we're hoping to see. And like you said, you host in Jacksonville this week. What's going to happen? What team are we going to get? Figured it out. Solved it. Okay. You change a scoreboard, especially at home. Yes. You just you just put up there that it's the fourth quarter. No matter what time, what what, what, what like it. if it's the first quarter, second quarter, you just put it's the fourth quarter the whole time. Kenny Pickett will go crazy. Five hundred <laughs> yards, seven touchdowns. touchdowns. That's <laughs> like, what it'll man, be. be like, man, that's a really long fourth quarter. That fourth quarter lasted like sixty minutes. What's going on here? It's like, yeah, you know, what are you gonna do? Yeah, no, I I, I agree, and um, I, and I don't know if. I think one of the things too is, is getting out to a lead. Like if they could get up, up 14 to three with the defense, instead of the defense always playing from behind or relying on the defense to keep us there till we can get there. Like just hold everybody up. We'll get there. Give us 50 minutes and we'll be ready. But like what I was seeing, like, you know, cause Darrell Henderson started looking good. He was ripping off some runs. They were getting a little gassed. And then, like you said, in the third quarter, fourth quarter, we started putting on some longer drives Things kept going good. T.J. Watt was able to take a break, put a towel on his head, get a drink, have some fun, and, you know, see what Taylor Swift's up to. And, and yeah, but, no, I mean, it would just be so nice this Sunday. Let's say by halftime it's 21-10 or 17-6. to That's what I would love to see because I'd love to see what a second half would look like if we went in with, like, a 10-point or even, you know, 
13 point lead at halftime. Yeah, it's it's not just the offense that got better in the fourth quarter. It's also the defense. The defense. I think Matthew Stafford's like last ten passes were like were, were incomplete or something like that. It was yeah. not good. Kenny's going woo, and Matt Stafford's going Ugh. right, it's right. Like, wait, wait, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they um, were scared of of the pass rush, and they were doing like max protect and, and everything, and, they, and it and it still wasn't working. Right, and I guess if you're doing wishful thinking, Joe. You say, okay, you build off of this, and Kenny and the guys saw what they could do. Let's just carry that right into Jacksonville and keep doing it going forward. You know, but obviously it's a different team. You got to scheme differently. I get that. But uh, hopefully there's some momentum there, Joe, and something you don't see on a stat sheet that just kicks in and drives these guys. But I think that's the, the ideal scenario, and I think that's what they hope for. What they want is a strong running game, to keep the defense off the field, um, get a lead, and then toward the end, toward the end of the game, just yeah, g- get a lead so that it forces the other team to you know pass, and you could you, you know what they're doing. Um, but look at what happened in this game; they had the lead, and you say, okay, great. At what point? At what point are the Rams going to get the ball back and drive down the field and possibly tie this? They never got a chance. Now, no. yes, there was a little bit of um, you know, uh, a, a questionable call there that might have had something to do with that. But still, they basically ate the last like five and a half minutes of the, of the game, which is exactly what you want. Just grind down the clock and don't even give them a chance to come back. No, exactly, and I think that's what you see. Like you look at the teams like the 49ers and the Eagles. They're kind of doing what we're saying. That defense is good when it has to be because the offense is kind of methodically taking the lead. Um, you know, funny thing about fantasy, I have Tua at quarterback. I have Waddle at receiver, so I've been paying closer attention to the Dolphins than I normally would for whatever reason. Uh, and I, last night I tweeted, I think the Eagles are going to take them. And you know how it is. I actually had to score 31-17 Philly, but I took it off because I didn't want to be like, you know, if they lost, they're just going, oh, you got the score wrong. You suck. You <laughs> I should have left the score there. And the reason I said that is because if you looked at the Miami Dolphins. Uh-oh. We lost Darren. He's coming back. There you are. <laughs> Four of the Dolphins' five wins were against teams that conceivably could pick number one in the draft in the spring. They got smoked by the Bills. And I'm, and I'm sitting there. You know, Carolina was even up 14 to nothing, and then they yeah. turned on the gas. Yeah. So yeah. Can the Dolphins come in and score 36 points a game like they had been? Yes. But they hadn't faced a team like Philly when they did. The Bills, uh, they, they got a hand it to them, and they got a hand it to them in the same manner last night. So, you know, I think the same thing could happen to the Steelers. You'd say, oh, well, Miami would beat us 52 to nothing. No. I think our defense could keep it in it, and, and we could actually conceivably beat the Dolphins. It's just – it's those kind of things there. It's it's mirror image, you know. Of, of what you see on paper versus what is reality. And I think that's what Steeler fans get caught in this run is, I think the reality is we feel this offense is there. It could be there. just hasn't been. We know what the defense can do. And, yeah, boom. I mean, if they could just start putting together some games like the Eagles and the Chiefs and even the Ravens with the Detroit Lions yesterday, get up and let your defense then, you know, do what it can do. The – 
people said, oh, the Ravens, they beat themselves. They had all those dropped passes and they should have won or whatever. Like, yeah, they didn't they didn't get all those drop passes in a vacuum. They got them because they were playing the Steelers defense and the team that scored 10 points against the Steelers just destroyed Detroit, who's a pretty good team. So, yeah, maybe maybe the Steelers defense is actually pretty good. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think if we can just get that offense to give us three to four good quarters, I think we're we could be in a good, pretty good spot. I mean, you, you Cle- Cleveland got so lucky yesterday. Oh uh, boy! It really, really, at this point should be us and and the Ravens and the Bengals trying to catch up. And but I mean, the refs bailed out. Uh, I got a, a buddy of mine. He, he asked me, "Is the officiating getting worse?" I, I don't like bragging on officials because I do, you know, that I do a lot of high school football coverage. Uh, I did, I host a radio show on Friday nights. I, I lit into a lady that, that was going in after high school officials, but these NFL officials, I, the taunting thing we just talked about at the beginning of the show, um, there was a badly missed call in that Dolphins Eagles game last night. The ref was right there. I mean, he's right there. He missed a total face mask. Um, my gosh, I, I just, you know, how you blow that game with the Browns. I and mean, they basically blew two huge calls that gave the Browns that game. So anyway, uh, I'm still not a believer in the Browns. The defense is great, yes. But I, I think we're a better team. Yeah. Yeah. The Jaguars are going to be tough, though. Um, yeah. That's going to be good. But I have a feeling, even if they do win, they're not going to score as much as they do against other teams. I think it, and it's going to be at home. So yep. that'll be that'll be nice. Yeah, and and uh, you don't have James. Uh, you know, uh, JM. J- I can't pronounce his name. You don't have JD Drew playing that or uh, Drew playing. That was good. Maurice and, Jones uh, Drew. Yeah, Maurice Jones Drew. Thank you. You don't um, have the Drew, Maurice Jones Drew playing. You you don't have uh, the lit- litany of Jaguars Blake Portals. Blake Portals. Oh oh oh! oh that, that just ruined my week. Game. Oh my God, that that Blake Bortles game! You made Blake Bortles look like a Hall of Famer. Oh my God! You made David, David Garrard look like a Hall David Garrard. Who I was mean, the running back? Was it Fred something? Yeah, Fred. It's escaping me now. But um, I mean, and there was a holding call on that game. Was that that? Wasn't that a playoff game or something like that? Yeah, it was. Oh. Yeah. oh, yeah. That's that's what I mean. I mean, you would think, well, why do Steeler fans fans care about the Jaguars? Because we've had a bad, bad history with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Even um, in Jacksonville, like some really bad teams, the Steelers have just barely won. It's, yeah, there's some hex going on. There's some jinx, yeah. something like that. But you know what it is? It's it. It's kind of what we're talking about tonight. It's a very well balanced Jags team. I think our defense is better. Their defense is pretty good, and that offense is pretty good. Like I said, Travis Etienne is lighting things up. Um, I don't think they have any receivers that are blowing the top off everything, but it's a good receiving core. Um, you know, in, in the distribution's good. Quarterback play is good. Trevor Lawrence doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Uh, so it, it's a well-balanced, good team. It's it's what I think the Steelers strive to be and could be. So, yeah. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I think in the end, I think probably because of a weaker schedule, the Jaguars are going to end up like winning like 11, 12 games. 
I think that yeah. they're they're that good. Not that not, not that they're re, they're elite or anything like that. They're just I don't I don't think they have the the, the greatest schedule. But still, Trevor Lawrence is was you know I, I remember when he was basically the chosen one. He's supposed to be like one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. We really yeah. haven't seen it yet, but still, he's he's not bad either. I think he's 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 becoming that. Yeah, it's starting to look better. It was Fred Taylor that that ran all over us. Yeah, Fred Taylor, great running back. I mean, he ran over a lot of other people, but wasn't there like a Monday night? He had like two hundred and like forty yards, something insanely ridiculous against us. Like, I mean, it was bad. We couldn't stop him to save our lives. Was that the game where uh, Cower wanted to tackle the guy? I think so. Remember yeah. That. yeah. Um, um, so. Yeah, uh, but that's that's the thing. It's a well balanced team. I think Trevor Lawrence continues to improve, and that's what I mean. Like it's kind of like the Steelers a little bit. Okay, Kenny Pickett, awesome fourth quarter. Now Kenny, Kenny, give us three quarters of that. Give us four, whatever. Give us, you know, let's see that over three quarters. Come on, man. Um, I, I want to see it. I've been a critic of him lately, but uh, who doesn't want to see him do well? I do, and and you just hope that you can. Like that's what I'm saying. Momentum going from last week to this week. Let's see that offense keep it up, because then I think it's going to be a really interesting game. Really, he's, interesting he's game. just so frustrating. And then, you know, he, for some reason, when he escapes the pocket, he needs. You know what he needs? He needs Ben Roethlisberger to teach him how to how to move around in the pocket, because for one, he does this spin move where he goes he he goes to his left and it goes right into like getting a sack. Like, dude, stop doing that. That yeah, move never lift. works. Yeah, I, yeah, but and again, I think it's, I think that's part of you know, Matt Canada is his quarterback coach, which I'm not too excited about. <laughs> I just, I think I would have been a lot more comfortable with various other quarterbacks, including a former Jacksonville Jaguar uh, that I happen to like, would have been a much better quarterback coach for him, uh, who apparently has reached out to the Steelers. Well, and for some reason actually, no. well, it's even worse. Actually, the the quarterbacks coach is that Mike Sullivan and Mike Sullivan right now is busy being the coach of the penguins. He doesn't have time to be with, with, with Kenny Pickett. Um, well, and, and Matt Canada is too busy working on his re- reactions on how to be human in a booth. So he, he, he's, he can't spend any time with Kenny Pickett. Um, that's, uh, yeah. Well, the power plays another podcast for another <laughs> his inability to figure out where to put these guys on the power plays. Right. <laughs> but, like I said, another conversation with somebody else, but or, or me, whatever, anytime. But yeah, um again, it's a it's a Jacksonville Jaguar. They're not like in a top ten of an offense, but they're good enough. They're well balanced enough that they do their things. They're averaging like 341 yards total a game last I checked. So pretty good balanced offense. But yeah, um an offense I feel our defense matches up well against. And yet again, gotta, the question will be, can Kenny and the guys overcome that? Can they put us over the top? Because if they play like they did yesterday, I, I really like our chances of beating the Jaguars. But I, if they play like they did for the first three quarters, like I said, Jacksonville, right. methodical, not a lot of mistakes. Before we know it, we're going to be down 18 points or 17 points. It's going to be too much. You can't rely on that. There's going to be games where the defense is bad. There's going to be games where the defense has a bad game. It's going to happen. You can't yeah. just rely on the defense to, 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 for you to hang in into the fourth quarter where you turn it on. It, it's, that's just not sustainable. It's very nice and it's impressive. And yes, it's a you know it's more than just a, a, a coincidence. But still, that's not it's not how you do it against good teams. So yeah, they, they need yeah. to step it up. 
yeah, Jacksonville's averaging almost 25 points a game. And I, but I think, I think we can keep them under that. It's just a matter of can the offense um, do that. And, and that's the thing. It's a total different conversation today, Joe, because if they lose that game, we're probably sitting here. They're not going to be Jacksonville, but what we saw in that fourth quarter leads me to believe this is a beatable. This is a team that can beat the Jacksonville Jaguars and be five and two at next week's podcast. You know, all we do, uh, basically everybody last week going into the bye acted like we were two and six again or something like that. And we were actually <laughs> three and two. It's like, you know, they, it ain't pretty, but they're getting it done. So yeah, I think that's just how it's going to have to be. It's not going to be pretty, but we'll see if, if they get it done and probably not this game, maybe not even versus Tennessee. Cause that's a Thursday game, but pretty oh God, soon Cam right. Hayward. Yeah, I know. Great. Another Thursday night game, but Cam Hayward is coming back soon. That's yeah. going to be a huge boost to the defense. Yeah. Assuming that he's, he's okay. And he's, you know, in in right shape and not hurt again or something. Yeah, no, no, totally agree. Um, he, he's a, he'd be a big boost. You, you saw the impact Deontay Johnson had this past weekend. So yeah, uh, all things are kind of starting to point to their way to the point to a point where like, man, if you can start firing on these cylinders and feed off this kind of a thing, we can put some wins together and finish. I, I had him at eleven and six. Uh, that's kind of swaying a little bit in the last couple of weeks, but. You know, if they play like they did yesterday, it could be there. 10 or 11 wins is definitely attainable. The crazy thing is, up until, oh my God. Okay, up until almost Christmas, they are home against the Jaguars, home against the Titans, home against the, the Packers, at the Browns, at the Bengals, home against the Cardinals, home against the Patriots, at the Indianapolis, home against the Bengals. That is basically either in this, either in Pennsylvania, in Ohio, or in uh, Indianapolis. And that's it. They basically don't have to travel for the next two months. So <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it's, you know, you, you, you put away your, your, uh, your, your luggage for, for when you fly. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, if, if, if they could get by Jacksonville, I think Tennessee sucks. I mean, they're already trading away players. I think the, I think the Packers suck this year. Packers At Browns is going to be tough. At Bengals is going to be tough. Home of the Cardinals. The Cardinals are awful. The Patriots. Who knows what's going on with them? I think they got. I think I think they got to make hay while while the sun shines and uh and and do well in these next five six games. And I think they could they could look pretty good and maybe get to that 10-11 win uh, streak. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, I think a lot of us, I don't know if Angie and Leanne were the same way as you and I, but I think almost all of us had them splitting like, between the Bengals and the Ravens. And uh, So I, I don't know if they're going to be Cleveland and Cleveland. I think Cleveland's going to be amped up for that. Considering Probably not, happened. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, a lot of those games you look at, again, they're, they're very winnable. It's just a matter of we got to figure out which, which team's going to show up. Or do we do what we did last year and they start going on a run? Does Kenny get consistent? Does the offensive line get consistent in blocking for him? Can the running game open up? I still, Joe, I still need to see one of those games where, like, either – I don't care who it is at this point. One of those two guys has 122 yards and two touchdowns or, you know, something like that. I, I That's what I would love to see. Uh, or like you, like I said earlier, hey, they get up 17-3. to three, You start handing it to Wyatt or, or uh, Najee Harris. You start handing it to, to Warren, and they start taking over the running game, and we start opening up holes and – yeah, 
I think that's the next step. I think the next step is a good running game. And I think the other thing, besides the progression of the offense, I think the offensive line is getting better. Hey, they neutralized Aaron Donald, and that's very impressive, you know, no matter how you look at it. So I think that's the next step. Get that good running game going. Have a good game with Najee and Jalen Warren where they're just they're just running it down their throats. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I don't know how the Patriots beat the the Bills yesterday. I mean, they, they've been talking about these coaching changes lately, and the one thing I think is funny is Sean McDermott's name's not been coming up. How isn't it coming up? Because I think he's got to be on the hot seat. I mean, you're getting into Josh Allen's premium years here right now. Uh, the defense, I understand, is depleted. It's been injury ridden, but Sean McDermott's got to be on the way out if this team doesn't do what they. But maybe the Bills are gonna tumble here a little bit. They're four and three now, and they haven't, they haven't looked good. They barely beat yeah, the, the 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 Bills are yeah, they barely beat the Giants. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, yeah, what's up with that, Bills? The, this is a, they're supposed to be like a Super Bowl favorite, and they might not even make the playoffs. A little, right, and and I think you know again, it's obvious their defense is hurting. That's why you know you get the Patriots. I think we have a pretty good shot of beating the Patriots because Mac Jones doesn't impress me. Uh, I, I think the Steelers could really easily run away with a win on that game. But I'm telling you, the Browns are are a mess too. I don't know what's going <laughs> on with Deshaun Watson. No, but honestly, the best thing for the Steelers is if, is if De- Deshaun Watson actually plays because I think he's I think they're better off if they have that PJ Walker as their quarterback. Heck, the PJ Walker beat the 49ers and and he's yeah. PJ Walker 2 and 0 lately, right? Deshaun Watson, I don't know what's going on there. They're you know, he's he's medically cleared to play, but it's like, oh, we don't. We don't want him to. We don't want him to play. Oh, like oh, the best I'm massage jokes. Well, can I go get a massage? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> like you know, I mean, <laughs> that's just too great. But that's that's the joke. It's like it's it's hard for him to rehab that shoulder because he has, nobody will will go uh, help him. You know, massage it or whatever. Yeah. Right. Well, and the Browns and the Steelers are kind of that Spider-Man meme right now, right? The one where I mean, their their defense is undeniably a very good defense and their offense is like, you never know what you're going to get. Um, and I, I still, don't, I mean, the referees bailed them out of that game and they shouldn't have scored 39 points, but how good is their defense? Cause they just gave up 38 points they just, to, 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 to uh, Indianapolis, to Gardner Minshew, Gardner Minshew and the Colts, which is a okay offense, but not a 38 point offense. So who knows? Maybe they will go sweep the Browns. I, I don't know. Uh, very interesting how things are going right now. Um, it's it's very interesting and yeah um they set them the Steelers set themselves up very well that that you know it was a close win against the Browns close win against the Ravens you get those division games now you're winning even those non-conference games too it's huge you, you that's all you need to do is keep stacking those wins so you don't you know sweat it out at the end yeah um again like you said I mean they, they had some games there I, I think Arizona, New England, they should easily beat both of those teams. But there are some – in Tennessee, they should easily beat. So let's say there's three teams I feel like they definitely will beat. Um, and this Sunday they could lose. And if they lose Sunday, as long as it's respectable, I'm not going to be all that upset about it because I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are a pretty good team. Yeah, um, I, I, I'd, I'd be okay Jaguars, I'm going to be even more encouraged because I think it's a pretty good team. So, yeah, Sunday's a yeah. big game. Just don't get, don't get blown out. Don't don't – don't don't have Blake Bortles show up and uh th- and uh, post forty five on you. And the crazy thing about that damn game is that they almost won it. That was that was Ben 
Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown at the height of their powers, and they almost pulled that off. But the yeah. defense was so bad, and the yes. and, and the Jaguars just, just scored every time they touched the ball. It was so frustrating, but they well, almost and, pulled it off. And I keep the oh. one thing I keep going back to that game is um, what was the Mike Mitchell going over there in pregame in the Jacksonville Jaguars locker room, knocking on the thing, saying we're going to kick your ass. You stick. Are you out of your mind? First of all, you're not good. He wasn't even that good. Yeah. He was getting burned all year. He, he was an easily a weak point on our defense. Are, are you kidding me? You're going over there and pissing on their fire. I mean, that, that's was yeah. that one. I think that was when they had Leonard Fournette. And yeah, I think I think like his big thing, like Mike Mitchell didn't really give a crap about like tackling anybody. He just wanted to get a big hit, yeah. you know, regardless of whether whether it was a good play or not, or even, even stop the play. He just wanted to get a big hit. Like, dude, right. suck. Uh, I'm not yeah. a fan. Nope. All right, sir. Well, see, see, we, 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 we were good the whole time. We weren't, it wasn't just, you know, we, we weren't just going to fourth quarter. We were good the whole time. That's right. All we ask is that Kenny Pickett, uh, maybe do the same. Kenny. bring Kenny on the show next week. And yeah. Be you know, you'll see. It's just great. It's great stuff for forty-five minutes. I'll I'll tell him I'll tell him I have an idea to bring back the original hot dog shop. <laughs> what was of, that you posted? What is it now? It's a generic uh, taco stand. Oh, they turned it into a taco stand. It's not. I know. It's so heartbreaking. It's like People oh, state college would talk about the original oh right like you'd say oh we're from philly you're from pittsburgh and like even philly people would be like oh we got the cheesesteaks here here here's where you go and they're like they've got the best french fries at this place i mean it was acknowledged statewide it was how great that place it was, was it was an experience it was yeah. it was nasty possibly dirty possibly <laughs> health code violations oh yeah the, the, the staff was rude but it was the best dang fries you ever got if you got a large fry they literally filled the entire basket full of things and just dumped it on a tray which probably never got cleaned and then they dumped half a ton of nacho cheese on the thing and we were, oh man. we were there one night it was a bachelor party I remember this and uh so we stumbled in there at like you know one godly hour and they forgot to put the gravy and cheese on the fries. And my friend who he was in, he was in from like Minneapolis. And he goes, you know, hey, I'm sorry. I asked for gravy and nacho. I mean, there was like a bowl full of, I mean, they just came out and like dumped it. Like, I mean, it looked like a swimming pool in the deep end. And there was a French fry bobbing up. As and like, she just handed it to him and it's dripping. And he's like, um, okay. And I was like, just, dude, shut up. Just stop. Just stop. It's the worst customer service ever. They pride themselves on being rude to you. It was right. just amazing. Right. It was just um, amazing. But, yeah, you have those kind of places like hey, that. I went a couple weeks ago. I went up to Penn State and went to the creamery. Yes. And then I found out that there's a creamery right down the, down down in Squirrel Hill. Now, I mean, we went because we also wanted to visit the Penn State campus, which is very nice. It's just a gigantic, oh, it's so big, sprawling campus, so big. Yeah. I can't, and, and I drove by Beaver Stadium, and it's just that is just a mammoth stadium, and that has to be so much fun when you got a hundred thousand people rocking that stadium. That has to be an, an amazing experience. I could just imagine, and I could just imagine. I, I parked, I parked in a. Um, uh, 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 a parking garage and I know it only cost me a dollar but it's like uh yes. on, on game days these are 45 dollars <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah there's I, yeah even though there is a ton of parking there still isn't a little and i, 
I remember that with Pitt Stadium. I was like, oh, bring Pitt Stadium back. There was no parking. You, no. you couldn't go to the bathroom. No, uh, it, no. it was it was a fun little stadium, but yeah, no. Um, they've done it right, and they're putting a huge renovation on it. Now, where did you eat? I know I gave you a couple of recommendations. I didn't. You know what? We we literally, I, I drove three hours. We had a scoop of ice cream, went around the campus a little bit, and then drove right back. <laughs> so was, I drove yeah. six hours for a scoop of ice cream. Most I, I thought most Pittsburgh fans wouldn't do this, but uh, I'll never forget. It was the last year, you guys. So when we played that four-game series against Pitt, it was it would have been the last pit time Pitt was there, okay. but we we like to go across I eighty because um, again you know most pit people are kind of winding their way back down the turnpike and then over to the city uh, or or twenty two right um, yeah but up in eighty there's Denny's Beer Barrel Pub and they still make the largest hamburger in the state uh, it, it's 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 massive I love uh, and burgers it made, and, it, and it made national news I think when I was a student there. And they have all these, you can go around, they have these walls of plaques, all these people that failed to eat this big burger. And it was a Penn State gymnast. She was like 109 pounds and she ate the whole damn thing. But no, we're there and the pit cheerleaders and the dance team were at Denny's Beer Barrel Pup. Like my wife was sitting there, it's where it's like, you know, I don't know, 11, 10 after 11 at night, whatever it was. Here comes the Penn State dance team and the cheerleaders. And I'm assuming the one guy, he was pretty sweaty. I'm thinking he may be the Panther. I don't know what the Pitt Panthers are going right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they were all there. Uh, so it, it, Danny's beer barrel pub, you got to do it. Oh, here, I got to go back. Yeah, I you gotta and I should check that out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right, sir. Good day to hey. you, sir. Thank you all as always. All right, I'll see you.